it's another one of those days. I don't even know where to begin. Everything is all upside down. Opposite day. Everything seems to be mixed up, crazy, lost in a milieu of smoke and mirrors. It's nearly impossible to make sense out of the gibberish that is pawned off today as news, as current events, breaking news. It just makes you wonder, am I even living on the same planet as the rest of the world? It's like somebody just lost their mind and then decided to run everything through their filter, run everything through their demented mind, and then sell it to us as if it was reality. Beyond space and time, there is a place where a person can go and find the missing piece, can find peace of mind. The way to this place is often misunderstood, is often explained in such a way that it shields and hides, obfuscates the process and the path forward to this place. But nonetheless, this place does exist. It is always necessary for us to set aside our preconceived notions, our preconceived ideas, those thoughts that have been placed in our mind by well-meaning people, teachers who may or may not have known what they were actually telling you. But nonetheless, we still move forward in an ever longing desire, in a quest for the truth. That place where Everything makes sense. That spot where we can fully allow ourselves to relax.
to be at one with all that is true, to be surrounded in the presence of God. So despite the world that we find ourselves in today, despite all the discordant ideas and clamoring voices for our attention, we must not allow ourselves to become distracted, to become complacent, to allow the confusion and the clamoring noises and hustle and bustle that we find ourselves in as we try and make a daily living, as we try and keep our families fed and clothed and we try to keep gas in the car, we must not become distracted by all of the noise, all of the people trying to suggest that the lies are actually the truth. That the truth is actually a lie. And that if you go against the flow, there's something wrong with you. It almost seems as if there is a consorted, concerted effort to introduce into our thinking the strange, discordant ideology that somehow the crazies are in charge. That somehow we must follow and listen to the crazies. Those who have literally lost their minds. Sometimes it appears as if the world is being run, controlled, operated by those who should be locked up, by those who should be held captive for all the right reasons, for those who have gone beyond losing their way and are now just floundering in the mucky muck that they created in the first place. It's time that we, as individuals, reassess our role and our standing in the world. It is time that we sit down, look back, 
on our lives and ask the tough questions. It's time that we stop pretending that somehow the problems that we see in our lives will fix themselves without any effort, without any personal interest, attention to those problems. It is time that we realize our lives are only one. There's no second chance. There's no future without the present. The past is the past from which we learn lessons, from which we can see the patterns, from which we can learn to avoid the pitfalls which others have fallen into along the way. But we must accept that our decisions and our choices moment by moment, day by day, actually create our future. We must realize that our destinies are dependent on our personal choices, our personal understanding, our personal involvement in our own lives. For someone to not accept and understand this critical idea is to watch a life be wasted. It's to see a person walking off the precipice and crashing into the unknown. Somehow, somewhere, we must understand that all things have a cause. All things have an origin. All things have a source. Without this understanding, we float in a distorted perception of reality. It's hard enough trying to sort out the pieces that form our reality. But we must not allow ourselves to be sidetracked by the garbage that is pawned off as truth. The important, the critical things in life are those things which are overlooked 
bypassed and thrown away by the masses. In our desire to be happy, in our longing to be free, we must pursue our goals as if there were no other options, as if the prize was worth the race. The prize was worth the effort. The prize is the reason for the journey. Make no mistake. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Thank you for joining the Dark Light Podcast. Here at the Dark Light Podcast, you will find information about the absolute truth. Hang on tight as we go to discover the light in the darkness. Matthew 7 verse 21 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. This verse spoken by Jesus himself in the New Testament is very, very important to the understanding of the Christian faith. Many church leaders today, many theologians, pastors, preachers, tell us that all we need to do in order to be saved is say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I repent of my sins. I believe that you are the Son of God. And somehow that prayer will save you instantly. This is called the sinner's prayer. Today, almost without exception, Christian denominations, churches, teach this theology. You see it in television commercials. You hear it every time you listen to a broadcast by one of these famous theologians on television. But it's a lie. This verse in Matthew lets us know that there is a little bit more that a person must do 
in order to obtain the kingdom of heaven. Saying, Lord, Lord, is not enough. Believing in Jesus as Lord is not enough. Jesus was very clear that the Father and the Son work in unison and that the will of the Father is the important aspect of this union, of this sameness. The will of the Father is what's important in order to obtain eternal life. The difference between the Christian faith and all other faith in the world today is that only the Christian faith has the explanation for how a person obtains eternal life. It is not given to every person simply because they believe in God. But they must do the will of the Father by faith. It is only then that they may obtain the eternal life which is promised through Jesus the Christ. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3 and following. It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in a passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God, and that in this matter no one should wrong or take advantage of a brother or sister. The Lord will punish all those who commit such sins, as we told you and warned you before. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. Therefore, anyone who rejects this instruction does not reject a human being, but God, the very God, who gives you His Holy Spirit. So here we see that the early apostles, the leaders of the early Christian church, wanted to make it perfectly clear 
that there was a separation, a difference between the will of God and the will of a pagan, the will of God and the will of man. We need to understand context. We need to understand the bigger picture. And when we avoid looking and studying into the real background, the real ramifications of the meaning of the Word of God, the Holy Bible, we lose the opportunity to know the absolute truth. Make no mistake, salvation, eternal life, is not handed out willy-nilly. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom. Not everyone who professes to be a Christian, a believer in God, will be accepted into the new earth, into the eternity created by God for all those who believe in the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. It is very common today to see and hear people who somehow have watered down the most basic principles, the most basic statements that are found in the Bible, watered them down in such a way that it would appear that it is possible to somehow gin ourselves up to a place where God will accept us and give us not only eternal life, but riches, fame, glory in this life. But we cannot serve God and money. We cannot be divided in our mind as to what the commands, what the will of the Father actually is. Today, you have a decision to make. Today, you can choose life or you can follow on the path that leads to destruction. Today, you can make up your mind that you will change, change your thoughts, change your actions, change your life. Life is about choices. Choose carefully.
you have been listening to The Dark Light. Thank you for joining us. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about The Dark Light Podcast. We would love to have you here each and every day to discover the light in the darkness.